Hello, everybody, and welcome to Horror Zone 607. We're the podcast that talks all things horror and brings you the week's biggest horror movie news. I'm your host, Spooky Mike, and we are celebrating two things this week. One, it's the Halloween Hangover Show. It's our fourth one, if you can believe that, if you count our first year. And two, it's our third anniversary. That's right. Horizon 607 just turned three. It's adorable. It is so cute. And we are here to talk about that and everything we've experienced for the last couple of years doing the show and, and a whole lot of other stuff. We've got some news to talk about. We're going to be talking about the brand new Ghost Hunters. That's coming up in the second half of the show. We can't do any of that, though, without introducing the, by far, the sexiest construction worker I've ever seen, Rich. That's right. I am uh, always happy to be the sexy construction worker, as long as I don't actually have to do the construction. That's right. But uh, it's been great. It's been good. How was your Halloween, Mike C? Uh, it was very low-key. Very low-key. Uh, I, I spent some time with my mom and dad because it was on a Sunday, and that's what I usually do. Uh, I went home, and uh, if you can believe it, I actually watched some horror movies. Horror movies? No way. Yeah. Not you. Had a nice little meal. I made a couple grilled ham and cheese sandwiches. It was uh, It was not... I, I actually, last year, I was... My, my parents, it, Saturdays and Sundays, I spend time with them just because I don't get to see them very often. And last year was on a Saturday, and they were actually out of town visiting my brother. And uh, last year, I got a nice rotisserie chicken and made a nice meal, had a nice dinner on Halloween. This year, it was you know, not so much. Well, the question is, uh, did you, you watch your traditional watching on Halloween, and that would be The Notebook? Uh, yes. Uh, the, the scariest movie I know, uh, that is, I start the day and end the day on Halloween every year watching The Notebook. I figured as much. I did this year something I've never done on Halloween before because I usually used to work the weekends. Now I don't. So I watched pro football like I do every Sunday with our good friend Ken M from the ODPH. And then I came home and uh, I didn't watch a horror film. No, instead, I watched a uh, wrestling show on IWTV from an independent company called H2O. And uh, their main event was between uh, hardcore icon Onita and also hardcore icon Matt Tremont, and it was a barbed wire death match, and uh, exploding barbed wire death match, and uh, I saw a man get pretty much lit on fire. So I guess that's well, horror. that's horrifying. <laughs> I would say so. And that came from the Trenton Thunder uh, Stadium in Trenton, New Jersey. So wow. I did. Which I are did no watch longer that. affiliate of the Yankees. Yes, they no are longer affiliate, but they uh, had that going on. So I did watch that and said so. That's uh, like horrifying. But I did have uh, quite a bit of horror that I watched uh, yeah, over the month. I guess so. And, oh yeah, uh, I, I can count. I yeah. can count that as as one of the most horrifying things I saw this month because it was real. <laughs> you know, this past month, I, I got to say, normally I'm like so excited for October to start, and I just I don't know what it was this year. I just I, I watched a lot of horror, but not as much as I I usually do. There's certain ones that I always want to watch, and this year I just didn't feel like watching them. I, I don't know what was going on. Maybe uh -oh. we've seen them too much. I think that might be what it is. You know, it's like I love the Halloween movies, but I didn't want to watch those. I want to, I even though it's not a Halloween time movie, it takes place in April. The Fog. I love watching The Fog this time of year, and I just didn't feel it. It follows. I wanted to watch. Didn't I'll be honest. The it. only Halloween movies I watched was the ones I watched for the show. Which I really? mean, I've seen them all again. But I mean, I watched Halloween, Halloween Two, uh, Resurrection, and H Two O because we were reviewing them for Halloween Fest this year. So I did watch those, but I did not go out of my way to watch any of the other ones. Oh, that's a lie. I did watch Halloween Three: Season of the Witch. I do watch that every Friday. Yeah, night I watched that on Halloween morning. Actually, I started my day with that, and believe it or not, I for whatever reason normally. Fear Fest is what I usually watch on AMC more than anything, which I actually watch more on sci-fi this year than that because they just kept playing 13 Ghosts and Ghost Ship over and over again on, on AMC this year. Um, but normally they show the Halloween movies a lot more than they did this year, usually four and five 
are on more than any of them. And they were on like in the middle of the night most mostly, like when they were on, uh, or very early in the morning. So I actually, for whatever reason, finished out Halloween watching Halloween five. <laughs> of all the things I could have watched, I, I decided to watch that. But yeah, that's uh you know, that's kind of my weekend and stuff. So hopefully everybody had a great, great, great Halloween. Hopefully, uh you guys uh, if you had the trick or treaters, whether you were giving them candy or taking your own trick or treaters out, hopefully that all went well for you. Uh we only had one set of trick or treaters come to the house. Really? Yeah, well I live on I a didn't hill. Have any. Well think about it, I live on a hill, yeah. so a lot of people don't stop. There's not a lot of parking and stuff, so it's, it's kinda weird. Kind of semi busy road where you are, but it's yeah, quiet too. But it's a quiet road. And the weirdest part about it is like we always get candy just in case. And uh, I'm always glad when some Somebody at least stops because I'm like, oh, good. Yeah. But outside of that, like, I wish I'd had You're more. Like, oh, piece of candy. Well, here's the thing. I, I wish we had more trick or treat. I like giving out candy. Yeah. But I get lazy about it because, like, I would, in the past, if we lived somewhere where, when we lived, did live somewhere where I could give out a lot of candy, I would dress up in my costume and hand yeah. out candy. I don't do that anymore because I'm like, I'm not going to sit in a costume all night. I'm going to sit here dressed as Michael Myers sitting on my couch. Right. Uh, just, to, just to get up one time. And, uh, but at least one person came. There was a lot of kids. That, uh, I, uh, let me rephrase. There was only like three groups of people that walked down my street, which is kind of surprising based on where I live. Uh, you'd think there'd be more, but um, there was three groups, and like the last one, it was a bunch of little kids. It was like nine thirty at night. They were walking. <laughs> usually it's done by about seven o'clock. My my son went out with his friends. Uh, they're all 16-year-olds. Year so they went out at 7, and they only were out for like an hour. And they got a killing of, of, of candy because, like, I guess every house they went to in John City, they were like, yeah, there wasn't that much action. So they were just trying to give up what they had so they could stop giving out candy. Jeez. <laughs> so they, they made a killing on candy. So And, I, and I, I'm all right with that. You know why I'm all right with that? Because that means I made a killing on candy, Mike. Because that means I get some of that candy, and I'm happy Trick or that. treat for you. But we got a show for you guys, of course, in the second half of this show when we talk some horror. Uh, we will be talking about the what just started up this past Sunday on Halloween. That's right. Ghost Hunters is back on Discovery+. Plus. We're going to talk about the very first episode. And also, you guys are going to be treated to uh, the interview. That uh, I was to, that I took a part of at New York Comic Con with the Ghost Hunters themselves. So I cannot wait for you guys to hear that. That's going to be awesome. That's coming up in the second half of the show. But as you know, Mike C, we like to start the show off with some horror zone news. What a beautiful voice. This is amazing, by the Who way. knew the ghost face could sing so beautifully? By the way, once again, shout-outs to our good friends, The Merkins, for killing it again. Check out their YouTube channel. Just search The Merkins. This song is called Hello, Sydney. Of course, it is uh, the Adele parody of Hello, done by Ghostface. The Merkins are absolutely killing it once again. Just check it out. Uh, YouTube.com slash The Merkins. Yeah. Wonderful. Well, that was a good way to start out the show right there. You know, I, I, it really warmed my heart. I wish we were talking Scream news, but uh, that, yeah, that would be coming up should have saved yeah. it until January. But. Well, no, no. We, they'll, trust me, they'll be doing a lot more. <laughs> right. We could have gone with the new Slash Street Boys song, but maybe we'll do that next week. Right, right. Well, let's kick it off with the news here this weekend. We got another kind of slow week. Again, it's the Halloween hangover. You know, this time of year, things slow down just a little bit usually. But let's talk box office news here to kick it off. So... 
This past weekend, we know that not one but two movies that were marketed as horror movies. I know you said that you saw one of them, and it really wasn't until like the end. But uh, Antlers finally came out, and Last Night in Soho also came out. I know you saw Last Night in Soho. Both of those movies made $4 million in opening weekend. That is, Halloween Kills, which is in its third weekend, is still available on Peacock, made another $8.5 million in the United States this past weekend. Which Ooh. makes sense. It was Halloween weekend. Well, it was Halloween weekend. It by itself made more money than both of the two debuting movies combined. No, I don't know. Unfortunately, I think Antlers uh, didn't have as much promotion behind it after being pushed back a couple times. Also, it had mixed reviews. Uh, people I know that saw it thought it was very good and entertaining. Other people are kind of judging it on the fact of like a real movie, which I think is weird. <laughs> right. Uh, but uh, I did see Last Night in Soho, and that movie was uh, it was amazing. I gave it an 8 out of 10 on my critical review. Uh, the Three Fat Nerds, we gave it a four on our scale, which is just take my money, which means you should all go see it. Uh, it was a beautiful movie. I do not think that it was a straight horror film. It is a thriller, so that is in the horror realm, so I guess you could go by that. Uh, supernatural thriller, even. But at the same token, it is also like there's a lot of elements of other things mixed in. There's some drama, some crime drama, a whodunit. And uh, so you're saying it's like great... The Conjuring 3. Yeah, but it's meant to be that way. And Conjuring <laughs> 3 was part of a universe that was never meant to be that way, or I don't <laughs> think it was. But at the end of the movie, you do have one of the greatest twists of all times. Uh, it is right up there, in my opinion, with April Fool's Day. And on top of having one of the greatest twists of all times, and because I'm trying to be spoiler-free for you guys. I know exactly what's going to happen. Uh, it kind of ends like a horror movie. Bruce Willis is really dead, isn't he? Yes, uh, and, and and he sees dead people. The little kid does. I knew it. But anyways, uh, no, uh, there's a really good twist end, uh, towards the end, and uh, it, it's, it's really good. I, I do know that a lot of people have talked about the bad parts about it where actually that uh, it suffers in the third act, and it kind of does a little bit. Uh, outside of the twist, it's kind of like, eh, but trust me, it's worthwhile. Watch. Everybody who I've heard review it is giving it great reviews. All of my friends are giving it great reviews out, outside of me. And uh, shout out to So Wizard Podcast because they also reviewed it this week. They, they, I just heard it today because they just put out their podcast today when we record it's Wednesday. Uh, so shout out to them. And they had a, pretty much the same takes that I had on the movie. So I feel comfortable saying it's a good movie and you guys should all go see it. I want to see that. So that's one once it's available to watch. Yeah, it's it's a super good movie. I enjoyed it. Great cinematography. You'll like you'll really dig it because cinematography, atmosphere, and soundtrack are your major ones, and all three of them it hits a home run on. Nice. Like a home run. The and story you and I just have such similar opinions with these movies usually too. So the, the storyline is good and the storyline put it this way, the storyline is so good that you some of the plots and some of the stuff that they don't do consistently, you actually will forgive them for. That's okay. all I'll say. Without, like I said, I don't want to give you a spoiler. If you do want a spoiler, full one. And if you have already seen the movie or you don't care about seeing the movie, Three Fat Nerds podcast from this last week. It was called Last Last Night Nerds. Uh, check it out anywhere. You get great podcasts. Three Fat Nerds podcast. 8122productions.com if you want it. That's easy to remember. And we do a, in the second half of our show, we do a full uh, review of it. Like I said, we all gave it uh, a four on our nerd scale, which is an entertaining scale and how entertained you are. So four is pretty high. Yeah. Uh, the only thing above it is certified nerd at five, and uh, that's rarefied air. Right. Like things like 
Endgame are there. Avengers Endgame. So, I mean, there's, there's quite a bit. But uh, I also gave it an 8 out of 10, which if you guys know my scale around here, if you're listeners, long-time listeners, show, even if you're new listeners, welcome. Uh, you'll understand that that's actually a really good score. So, I really enjoyed this film, and I think you guys should all go see it. Nice. Uh, just a couple more things about Halloween Kills at this point. Uh, here in the States, it's now made $85.5 million. Worldwide totals up to 115. Now, again, we're in a pandemic, and this thing was on Peacock. Yes, Halloween 2018 made $255 million at the box office. We know that. We knew that this wasn't going to get there, but didn't it? Yes. and Do well, we know? Because we don't know what Peacock paid for this movie. Well, it got there quite a bit. Like, this has made money and over fist. I do believe the budget of this movie was 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 low, right? It was like, I think it was like Usually million. their movies are. Let's find out. I could be quick. wrong and look that up real quick. Because I do think it's like $18 million, if not a little more than that. So it's crushed what it... No matter what, it's crushed what it's ma- it was supposed to make. And the Peacock deal has to... I, I am guessing... $20 million. $20 million, So I was close with eighteen. Uh, So I'm guessing the Peacock deal would have had to have been like what they made opening weekend for the original well not the original for 2018 I should say and that was 80 million so I would assume that that had to be 80 to 100 million from there so we they've made a killing on this movie and once again we already knew we were getting two more of these films so this wasn't really it wasn't like we're remember when Dune came out they were like we don't you know we don't know if there's going to be a part two unless part one sells which it did Uh, this movie was already guaranteed to have the two sequels but with them making all that money that means it's going to be one of those situations where maybe they don't go away when they should go away because I feel like I, I hate to say it man I'm almost on the Mike C level now. The fucking Halloween kills pissed me off so much. Go back and listen to our review. We had a whole episode where it was a special episode where we reviewed Halloween kills. I, I really, I was really kind of like, it wasn't the worst movie I've seen. And I, I no. gave it, I gave it a little higher than like, I gave it like an average score, but it, it's really kind of got me going. Do I really even want to see the next one? We know I'm going to go still, still see it yeah. next year, but still, I, I hope that it dies then because I feel like if they keep going, we're going to end up back in the, the situation they were trying to get rid of when they uh, made this movie. And remember, they skipped all the movies because it got too convoluted. I think we're going to go there if they continue this. Yeah, I kind of wonder if they're going to keep Allison's character going on, the granddaughter. Maybe she'll talk about the grandmother, her grandmother. I don't know. I don't I, know. I'm just kind of I'm just kind of leery, my friend. Yeah, I will say I went back and I watched Halloween Kills again. Um and I actually, I know I gave it a three and a half out of 10 in my score. It's going to drop down, isn't it? No, I actually, oh, oh, wait a minute. I would when say I... it goes up to maybe a four out of, not much, but I would say a four to a four and a half out of 10. So I, you're landing where I was landing. Yeah, I kind of overlooked the bad acting and didn't notice it as much the second time through, and I enjoyed it a little bit more. <laughs> um, you're like, I overlooked the bad acting. Although I still, I, I think that the whole Big John, Little John thing was absolutely ridiculous. You know, it just, it was unnecessary. I love that that part of the movie. But for a movie that went back with 2018 and took care, like got rid of any like thing comical and campy and stuff and got rid of that and made it so much more serious. And this was kind of along that too. They just, it was, it was goofy. I felt like I needed something goofy because this movie... It just didn't fit. Listen, this movie, in my opinion, and let's not jump back into it fully, but you can go listen to the review. Right. My opinion still stands. Without the kills in this movie, this movie's pretty eh. So the kills is the only thing I really gave it a good score upon. So therefore, I needed a little something something, and the story wasn't doing it for me, so I might as well get some humor out of it. So Big John, Little John, that gave me the humor I needed, and I, I thought it was cute how he left them when they were dead. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. But uh, I, I, I still stick by what I said about Halloween Kills. I'm not changing my score. Even though I have seen it again, and I'm still not changing my score because I think I'm still being generous. <laughs> right. And I agree. You know, again, I didn't think that it was great. You know, I, I, 
Well, again, we—it's another show. You know, we've already talked about it in nauseam here. So let's move on, um, and let's move on to probably the greatest horror icon that there ever has been. And when I say the greatest horror icon of them all, whether it's the villains, whether it's the good guys, I know that you—you are in this with me when I say Henry Winkler, the Fonz. The Fonz is the greatest, the greatest <laughs> of all time. He is the originator of jumping the shark. Yes, that's the story. Yes. But uh, he was involved. We know he was Principal Hembry in the original Scream. And uh, he apparently Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Before you go, do you think he'll be back in the new Scream? He was in Scream 4. There was a bronze bust of him in the high school. Right, right, right. But I'm saying, do you think he'll be back in person? Uh, I'm going to say that he probably survived that. It was just a mere flesh I mean, wound. I mean, I mean, we heard that he was hung by his entrails off of the goalpost. <laughs> yes. However, we never saw that. And secondly, if Stu Mocker may may or may not be alive, according to your logic and others, that means that he still could be alive, too. I talked he to Maestro. He might be the killer. I talked to Maestro. Maestro came over a couple weeks ago, and we hung out and we watched a movie or two. And uh, I said, you know what? After that trailer came out, I still maintain that Stu Mocker is alive and he's going to be involved in this movie. And he looked at me, he goes, I thought you were an idiot. I'm with you. He goes, I think that that's exactly where this is going. Well, I'm rooting for it because our good friends over at Epic Film Guys, they have decided that if that happens and he is the killer, uh, one of them is going to be eating a scream mask. Literally. Physically <laughs> yeah, that's right. So I, I'm super stoked <laughs> to see that. Shout out to our friends Epic Film Guys just for that reason. Check out their podcast. They're uh, fucking awesome. But I, I want to see them eat the mask. That's, that's the real reason why I'm plugging it. Well, speaking of masks, the ghost face mask. Henry Winkler took home apparently two masks, uh, a prop mask and the one that he was cutting up with the scissors when he was expelling the kids. Um, he is putting those up for auction. Uh, they're expected to get twenty to thirty thousand dollars. That's pretty awesome. That's a good yeah. price. Uh, I was wondering, we were wondering off air because we don't have this information. I was wondering if it's the one that he actually put on in the movie because he, he does. Like, yeah, he does the little thing in the in the. I was wondering if it was that one because I feel like that would definitely get him the twenty to thirty k. Because why wouldn't it? Like who doesn't want to own a mask that was worn by the Fonz in a scene from Scream? Because that's what I would like to do with my life. Yeah, yeah, I would love to see that too. Broken Lizards. Now, you've seen Broken Lizards Club Dread. I've seen all of their movies. I love Club Dread. I think that that's a very, very underrated movie. It's so funny, but it does horror well, too. It does the slasher well. They are back putting something into production here. They're going to be making a spoof of The Hunchback of Notre Dame. It's going to be called Quasi, and it's going to be exclusive for Hulu. Well, hopefully it's better than uh, Super Troopers 2. Uh, let's hope, because that was not very good, and uh, that was kind of a, a flop there. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I've heard. Uh again, you know, I Club Dread, you know, it's the only horror movie that they made and I love that movie. I think that movie's hysterical. So, that's one that we should review. We should we we should do a movie night still, you know, and and like do something on Twitch, you know, where we can watch some movies. And maybe that's what we should watch instead of Texas Chainsaw the Next Generation. Yeah, I don't know. I prefer Lamageddon still. Oh no, we can do the double feature still. Ah, Lamageddon's uh, that's 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 definitely happening. Lamageddon's amazing. But, um, yeah, you know, I, I don't know. We'll see how this goes. I think that this could be fun. You know, it's good source material here. And finally this week, now everybody knows from back in July that we talked about George A. Romero. And you know how I felt about him. And the one movie that I loved more than any of them was Martin. I loved it so much I watched three to five minutes of that movie and turned it off. And the reason I did that is because I knew in the back of my mind that coming up at the beginning of November – they were going to be finding the original three-and-a-half-hour black-and-white cut of George Romero's Martin. Wow. And they did. 
And you're super excited for this. I'm super excited for it because I can't wait to actually sit down and watch this. Mike C is going to make a nice lunch on his own, and he's going to do a full-on review when it comes out. It's going to be you've amazing. Heard it here first. I'm going to have just a spread like you've never seen before. There's going to be there's going to be breakfast. There's going to be lunch. There's going to be dinner. There's going to be a giant turkey. There's going to be roast beef. I am all in. You know, now this is going to be the event of the year. Now that you've said this, this has to happen. <laughs> sure, it does. This, this has to happen. <laughs> you can't just tell people you're going to do things and then not do them. Yeah, because I love that movie so much. Uh, I feel like that should be on twitch.tv slash 67 podcast. I know Maestro and Professor will like that. Well, of course they'll like that. But, uh, I, you know, hey, I, I didn't mind Martin. I have seen Martin. <sighs> I did not watch it for that month because we canned it before I watched it, thankfully. Because <laughs> Mike's like, oh, I ain't watching this movie, so uh, we canned it. So what but, I saw of it was just not good. But with that being said, yeah, you don't you don't want to do all that stuff. I, I, I get it. But uh, three and a half hours seems a little long. Uh, but nowadays, everybody wants to see those long uncut director's cuts so i guess you guys got another one coming to you from the legendary director george romero yes and that's it well that's all you got there well you know what we can leave there and pick it up right here if you guys would like to talk about anything we talked about in the news or just anything at all or would like you like to drop something we should uh, talk about whether it be a movie we should review or just to say hello you can do that on social media horrorzone 607 on facebook at horrorzone 607 on twitter and instagram use the hashtag hz607 whenever talking about the show for all information about what we do here including more about the show go to 8122productions.com there is the link for the twitch channel twitch.tv slash 607 podcast there's the link for uh the t public store there's also the link for patreon patreon.com slash 8122 productions for as little as one dollar a month you get a ton of extra bonus content all of that and more is at 8122productions.com and of course if you can't remember any of what i just said look right down in the liner notes of this very podcast and all of those links are hyperlinked just for you hyperlinked for your pleasure once again that's all I got for uh, the opening announcements. I do believe now you have a Horror Zone trivia question. You better believe I do. And this one I want you to really think about, okay? Even if you don't know what this is off the top of your head or you want to roll your eyes at this, put on your thinking cap. Put on your thinking cap. I think you can get this one. The question is, Ocean 112 Ocean Avenue is the real-life address of the home featured in this film. One more time, 112 Ocean Avenue is the real-life address of the home featured in this film the answer coming up right after the break hey this is dustin perry from ghost hunters and ghost hunters international and you listen to horror zone 607 I feel like I'm playing Contra and watching Axel Foley in action. Eventually, or allegedly, we're still going to get that uh, fourth movie. A fourth, uh, yeah, Beverly Hills Cop. Yeah, I've heard. Yeah, I had been I had that for a long time. Hopefully, it'll happen. I had more faith after we got the second coming to America. So yeah, 
It may very well happen. The Still world needs happen. more Axel Foley. Absolutely. All, All right. right. Well, welcome back to the zone. It is time to answer this week's Horizon 607 trivia question. The question was, 112 Ocean Avenue is the real-life address of the home featured in this film. Rich. All right. So Do my, you have an answer? So my guess, because I, I, I gave I you did, one I gave, big, you did giant give me, clue. You gave me a clue. So the answer is I had to rack my brain on something because you, well, actually, technically you gave me two clues because it was wrapped in one. So I'm going to say it is the Amityville Horror. That is correct. Oh! Although it is no longer 112 Ocean Avenue. They changed it to, I think it's 108 Ocean Avenue at some point. <laughs> That's right. I won, bitches. Yes, you did. You that got was, the mushroom. Uh, that was pretty good. Uh, yes. And the did, girl. They did change it, and they've also changed the style of the house to keep people from yeah, coming to visit. Which it still looks just like the same house. It which just is kind of the funny. windows anymore. Yeah. So. But people have still found it because that shit just gets out there. there. Well, I'm just saying. People have still found it. I guess, they're really, uh, I guess they really don't like it. They call the cops on people all the time, too. Well, did I, I told you the story about that, right, when I was there? No, you did not. So I went down. My friend Joe moved from here to Long Island uh, over 10 years ago now. This was maybe like 2007 or 8. Uh, I went down to visit him, and uh, it was when No Country for Old Men was out. He had already seen it once, and we were going to kill some time. We were going to go see it again because it was the big movie. And we had like two hours to kill in between dinner and that. He's like, what should we do? And every time I had been down there visiting him, I was always bugging him about going to see the Amityville house. And finally he goes, fine. If it's going to shut you up and get you off my back... Let's go see the Amityville house. He's like, but you have no idea where this place is. I was like, actually, you go into Amityville, you go down Merrick Avenue, <laughs> take, a, take a right onto Ocean Avenue, and boom, it'll be right there. So we pull up, and knowing that these people do not want anybody gawking at the house, the neighbors don't like it, the people living in the house don't like it, nobody wants anybody going there to gawk at it. We stop at a stop sign, which is like randomly in the middle of this road, and we look over to the left, and there it is. So the house, as you know, is like sideways on the lot. The front door is actually on the side of the house, down the driveway. He pulls down the driveway right up to the front of the house, turns off the engine. I was like, dude, you can't do this. What are you doing? He goes, what do you mean I can't do this? I pay my taxes. I'll park where I want to park. So I've actually been in the driveway at the front door of the real life Amityville house. And finally, he's like, yeah, if it'll make you feel better, I'll pull out in the street. And he did. But yeah, that happened. That happened. I was in their driveway. That's hilarious. Staring at their front door. 20 feet from me. They have called the cops on people before. Oh, though. yeah. So you guys got very lucky. Yeah, very, I know. Very lucky. I know. <laughs> well, with that being said, it's time to talk some horror. But before we talk about this week, which is going to be Ghost Hunters, we have decided uh, to, to drop something on you. We are going to do something over the next few weeks. It is definitely horror, but it's horror adjacent. It's more comedy, but it's very untopical. So next week, the week after, and the week after that, so basically all of November except for today, but you can count it because today is Ghost Hunters. This is going to be Paranormal go Month. This is going no, no, it's not a Paranormal Month. This is going to be Ghostbusters November because next week we will be reviewing the classic Ivan Reitman film Ghostbusters. The week after Ghostbusters two, and the week after that the brand new Ghostbusters Afterlife. So there you go. We don't so want to review the remake. Uh, we're not reviewing the remake. We're just going in the original timeline because the remake is uh, in a different alternate universe from what yes. we found out during it. So, therefore, we cannot use that one. We're only going to be going in the regular timeline. So, there you go, ladies and gentlemen. More, I know it's more comedy, but it still has horror tones. It's, horror still ghost, it's still paranormal, and it gives me a good reason to watch all three movies coming up in the next couple weeks before I go see Ghostbusters Afterlife again because... I, I th I'm sure I talked about it on the show. I have already seen Ghostbusters Afterlife its entirety at New York Comic Con because Jason Reitman showed it was kind enough to show us the film. And 
I'll put it this way. When people ask me, I will not spoil the film until then. But I will tell you this. I liked it so much that I am counting down the days till I can see it again. So that should tell you. And I'm also probably going to see it twice in that weekend in the, in the theaters. Because Smoogie Mike C will be hopefully going with me on the weekend. I told him I would even go three times because that's how much I like this movie. So I cannot wait to review and it. And I'm three times a lady. But next week, Ghostbusters. The week after that, Ghostbusters 2. And the week after that, Ghostbusters Afterlife, the Ghostbusters saga, this November for Horror Zone 607. But, I like it. I like it. But it does tie in slightly because we are going to talk about Ghost Hunters. Yes. The actual paranormal. And they are back as a team. Gone is the days where they cannot call themselves Ghost Hunters. They are back as being Ghost Hunters. They are back with the Taps van. They are back with a big bang and they did it on Halloween. Yeah, I like that they're using the TAPS name again. Yes. The Atlantic Paranormal Society um, is is what it stands for. And uh, this has been a show that I've loved for years. It's been around since, what, like 2007 or something like yes. that. Um, so there was, there was the original Ghost Hunters and then it got canceled and then there was Ghost Hunters and now there's Ghost Hunters. Yes. Try to figure that out. But it's the original. This is this is going back more or to, less. Oh, it's going back OG style. I understand that some of the, the some of the people have gone on to do other things, but they are yeah. they all came together for this, which we'll talk about in a minute. But uh, in the interview, because after we talk about the, the first episode that was out on Halloween, uh, which is very good. We're going to be talking about that in a minute. You guys are actually going out. Set it up further than you guys are actually going to hear the interview that was done at the roundtable interview from New York Comic Con with the Ghost Hunters. That's right. All three members at the table answering questions. It's a lot of fun. So before we get to that, and I'll set that up more when we get there, let's talk about the first episode that came out this past Sunday, which is Halloween. Uh, how do they know? On Discovery Plus, because they've returned to Discovery Plus. And in the interview, you will hear them talk about they're excited that the TAPS name is back and that they've brought the van back because they were that was the thing that excited them the most. You'll hear it in the interview. But uh, it, it obviously excited you, that uh, as you did, we just found out, that you're excited that they're back to being TAPS. What else excited you about this first episode from Discovery Plus? Like, one main thing that you noticed right away. Um, I noticed that, I mean, they brought back a lot of the original members because the, the team now... Uh, there's been a lot of different members of the team, but it originally started with Grant uh, Grant Wilson and Jason Hawes. And something happened. Grant and Jason had been like really good friends in real life for years, and there was some sort of... It, it's presumed that there was a falling out between the two. Grant left the original show. Jason carried it on. When it got canceled, they brought Ghost Hunters back. Grant actually came back with a brand new team. So it was Grant and his team. Jason then created Ghost Nation, which features him, Steve Gonzalez, Dave Tango and eventually Sherry Benedetti came on. Uh, the new version of Ghost Hunters is actually the Ghost Nation team. And what I liked about this is uh, when the original Ghost Hunters was around and the revolving cast of people that were on there, Adam Barry and Amy Bruni were part of that. That's kind of where they got their start. And they eventually left the show, and there was rumors that there was some sort of friction between them and Jason as well. But they started um, their show, Kindred Spirits. Yes. They came back on an episode of Ghost Nation last year, and everybody seemed happy again. And they were on this debut episode, so it was cool having them back. And then our good friend Dustin Perry was also back. Love Dustin. We talk about him all the time. You can go back and listen to the interview we had with him from, from Sci-Fi Horror Fest from two years ago. Great guy, class act, one of the nicest people you could possibly meet, and a, just a genuine person. So it was cool to see him back with the team as well. Loved that. 
So at New York Comic Con, uh, which you, like I said, when I set it up, you guys will understand. Uh, we had this, the pairings, and we had the fortunate of not just having the, the three members of the the main Ghost Hunters team now on Discovery Plus, but also the Kindred Spirits team, which is Amy Brunetti and Adam Berry, who are on Kindred Spirits. And it's also on Discovery Plus. I have a great interview with them as well that we will be playing uh, in the beginning of December sometime because their new season comes out in December on Discovery Plus. So that's going to be awesome. But we want to play it closer to then so we can give them a shout out but let's talk about the show before we inter- get into the interview stuff yeah mike c so the show uh came back and they had to do something big they they brought back so ne- joining the three members of the ghost hunters which they said there will be many guest appearances you'll hear during the interview but uh there's three the three main members you're joined by the kid well yes but you know jason wasn't there though, yes I know. jason wasn't there but there's the you know there's the three then you add jason then you have the Kindred Spirits, and then you have Dustin Perry, right. who has now been on his own. So that was pretty cool to have all of them together. And what did they decide to do? They decide to go to a prison. Yeah, it was the Missouri State Penitentiary, I believe, was the, the name yes. of the place. Yes, it was. Creepy place. And uh, there's a lot of crazy stuff that happens. But the most crazy thing, the thing that stands out in my mind the most, is that they were inside of the gas chamber. Yeah, they were. And I like how Stephen Tango, it, from I know, you know, when you watch, you're not a big fan of this topic per se, but those two are clowns. When they get together and they always have fun and it's always a comical moment in the show. And when Steve, Steve is, uh, he's not afraid of ghosts, but he's afraid of his own shadow otherwise. He's definitely afraid of spiders and bugs. And there was like a big bang. Dave did something with the door or something like that, you know. Steve jumped almost, like, you know, right through the the doors, you know. So it was kind of cool to see them playing around and doing their thing. I, I love those two together. But that thing is creepy. This gas chamber that's there, it's in a big oval shaped, you know, like a cylinder shaped tube, like a big metal structure, and it's not one but two seats in there, like side by side, like like they were executing potentially two people at once, and they actually talked about a couple. It was a, a, a man and woman. I don't know. If, I can't remember if they said that they were married or not, but they were certainly lovers. They had murdered somebody, and they were in there together, and they got executed together side by side. So it, it was a little weird to see not one but two seats inside of this little chamber. Absolutely. I, I thought it was very, very, very interesting, and it, it freaked me out a little bit. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. I am not going to lie. Uh, and, uh, yeah. Uh, as a whole, the, the show was very good. I, I, as somebody who is not a believer, and I usually don't watch these shows, sitting down and watching it, I was very entertained. Um, I did have the hindsight of meeting everybody, well, the, the three that I met, so that was also nice. But I really did, and well, I've met Dustin Perry too, so I guess I could. Be, I've actually met, you know, everybody Most that was them, yeah. actually at this point, Joshua, I met everybody that was on the show that we we saw on that show. So there you go. Uh, and so I, I was very, uh, you know, me, after meeting them, they're all very lovely people. So you're like, oh, you know, like it, it brought something a little more out as well. But uh, I did enjoy it. I thought it was creepy as hell. Uh, I don't. I still don't know if I buy it because I'm, I am a skeptic. But uh, it, it, when it comes down to it, it's a TV show, so you don't know what's real and what's not. What I will say about this show that I found over the years is after they got popular, we had this explosion of paranormal shows on the Travel Channel, on uh what and I mean it just seems like there's like hundreds of them now and most of them like Zach Baggins is so over the top I can't watch that guy I, I it's he's ridiculous I'm sorry for people that are fans of him I don't like him you know because I want to watch that stuff for like real things and everything on that is just made up but these guys you know the, the one thing that's been a, a common thing with them is that 
everything seems legit. You know, a lot of it seems legit. When it comes down to their techniques and what they use, it's very, very rare that they've ever actually caught any ghosts on camera. They have a couple of times, but it doesn't happen very often. What I like is EVPs, which is, it stands for Electronic Voice Phenomenon. Uh, they basically just put a recorder down and they pick up voices. And there were some cool things. I like how they put, there was a little thing when you were going to hear something, it actually showed like a little sound bar on the screen. So you knew something was coming. They didn't used to do that. You could sometimes just kind of hear it and they would say, oh, did you hear that? So I, I like that that was on there, but they, they caught a lot of voices, a lot more than usual. So is it real? Is it not? We don't know. But um, it's more convincing than when you hear a lot of people. You know, a lot of times people come forward with these things and you can tell it's just somebody talking into a microphone. These things are like whispers that you barely hear a lot of times. But that that was really cool. So I, I, I did find that there was a lot of cool stuff. Another thing I liked about that episode is, uh, and they, they talked about it on the show, that they thought that maybe this is why, like, there was phenomena that was kicking up. They uh, were excavating and they found what do they call it? The, the century jails or something like that. They were like buried jail cells. Mm, yeah. And they unearthed them. And my God, were those things creepy? They were just like brick things and they were they were smaller than solitary confinement cells. They, they, what did they say? They were like five feet by five feet or something like that? Yeah, they were really tiny. Yeah. I was like, I was, I, I was like, I don't know who the hell they put in those, but that couldn't have been comfortable. Yeah, it couldn't have been. It, you don't want to do the time, don't do the crime, I guess. But, you know, even even back 100 or 200 years ago or however, you know, yeah. obviously those were 100 years ago, but... Uh, but that was creepy. Yeah, that was creepy I agree. Stuff. There was a lot of creepiness. Like I said, uh, obviously you were you're more into it, so I would have you you would taken away more from like the actual like ghost hunting stuff. I do like the the team. Everybody seems to be very it's very entertaining. Like I said, I'm having the uh, fact that I've met all of them it, it, it makes it a lot easier to like like them. Right. Uh, but like I said, I, I I really dig it. If you're into paranormal stuff, I'm sure you're already excited about them being back. They're the OGs. But uh, you definitely should be excited. They they're it's it's all. Awesome. They have a really great setup. Even for somebody like me who is a skeptic, I enjoyed that first episode. And uh, I, I'll probably check out some more because uh, as you'll hear, like I said, I keep directing to it. As you'll hear in the interview, there is a little teaser that they do give to something that happens in this season. But uh, with that being said, let's, let, let's, let's stop talking. We're going to leave you for a minute because this is going to take you back. So I want to set it up like this. At New York Comic Con, once again, shout outs to the Ghost Hunters, Kindred Spirits, and Discovery Plus for allowing us to be a part of this great, 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 great event. Uh, so thank you so much for allowing us to do interviews and be there as press. So during the interview, how this works is it's a round table. So basically what you do is uh, for the Ghost Hunters in particular, I'll tell you how I set up my day. They had the Kindred Spirits uh, folks. So Adam and Amy. And they were at a table, and then you had uh, uh, Steve, uh, Tango, and Sherry at a separate table because it was an easy way to break up the press. So one press group started at this table, one started at that. We got about a 20, 25-minute interview with them as a whole, and then we swapped tables. And the same thing, 20, 25 minutes. And then they came together for a brief moment, but that wasn't really – that was more for photo op than it was for any kind of interviewing. Uh, with that being said, though, did you take any pictures with them? Uh, I did. Well, I, you weren't taking with them. You could take them of them, but I did oh. take. I did take pictures of them there in my phone. So uh, I will put them up on the website and such because I do have to put up the New York Comic Con stuff. Uh, so during these interviews, uh, we had uh, you get to ask questions with the press. So I'm going to give a shout out to everybody else as well. Big Gold Belt Media was with us. So it wasn't Superhero Speak and a couple other people uh, at the table. And so you're going to hear voices that are not ours. 
uh, because I left in. I, I want to give you guys the raw advantage of what I did. I, I touched it up. I made the audio nicer, but you're going to hear some great questions from, from the press. You're going to hear them answer. Then you're going to hear me ask. I get to ask. I, I asked the final question on this one. Nice. So you'll get to hear me. You'll, you know my voice because you hear it all the time, uh, but you get to hear me ask my question, which my question was, what what is left on your bucket list of places to investigate? So there you go. You, you use my question. question. I, I I appreciate. That. I took. I that's why I asked you what question yeah. you like to ask. So in this interview, it is going to just be uh, Steve, Tango, and Sherry. Uh, we will be playing the Kindred Spirit one for you probably in the beginning of December to pump up for their show because I would like to do that for them because they're super awesome and theirs is a lot of fun. Actually, they're both a lot of fun. Everybody's joking, having a good time. So you're going to really enjoy it and you're going to get some taste there. We're going to come back after the interview is over. So you guys are going to hear the interview. You're not going to hear us. But when we come back, when this interview is over, uh, we're just going to put some finishes, touches to take you home. So enjoy the interview with the Ghost Hunters from New York Comic Con. All right, so the show is experiencing a revival why now? Why now? I, I think the time was right. You know, the, the way like, they came. The conventions, people always say, when are you guys going to be back with Ghost Hunters? When are you? It's always that same question. And we're just like, here you go. This is it. You know, yeah. the, the, it you'll have that nostalgia. It was to us. Yes. And so it was taken at the right time. Yeah. Well, I mean, Ghost Nation, we had a show, Ghost Nation, for quite some time. Awesome. Very personal to us because it was... You know, we didn't leave those cases until there was resolution and uh, Discovery Channel, Travel Channel. They were awesome and we're like, if you need two weeks, take it. If you need a week, that's cool. Like, they really worked with us in that regard. Um, and then when Ghost Hunters wasn't re-signed at A&E, um, that opportunity, they, they came to us and said, hey. Um, but in the defense of, I don't know if I should say this, but this was freaking awesome but travel channel and discovery when it came across their desk they called us and they said hey this is opportunity is here but we won't sign it we won't take it if it's not you guys you know like we're not going to let them recast it when it's either going to be you guys or we're going to pass if we're never to say that that's that shows a lot about them yeah we were like oh all right so it was kind of like we could do ghost nation again or you know, do ghost hunters, and um, yeah, it worked out. You know, Fred, it's awesome to be you know able to do yeah. this again. We've never really disbanded; we just right. changed, you know, shows. Yeah. yeah, yeah. We've always been the same team. You know, yeah, always the same team. To the baby, back, back to, to our, our baby. baby. You know, yeah. <laughs> it was it was yeah. pretty awesome to be like taps again. Yeah. We weren't allowed to call ourselves taps, and even if we were. It was just That's legally locked up. Yeah, yeah, it's always been us. Um, so that that part was awesome, like seeing that logo again after yeah. like five years. Getting ago. back in that van for me personally, yeah. it, was, it was nostalgic. I took pictures. I had pictures. <laughs> you know, me just just the van. You know, it's like she's part of the team. Old right. Bessie. Right. They were really excited about that too. It was like on one of the first phone calls we had about doing this again. They were like, "And guess what? We have in storage, Taps van. We dust haven't it touched off. it. Yeah. Like, <laughs> we had to dust it off and everything." But. Yeah, yeah, it's really cool to be, be part of that again. And we get to spread our wings a little more. Mm-hmm. Like, because on Ghost Nation, we weren't really doing, you know, asylums much. We did a little towards the end because of uh, COVID, honestly. We couldn't get into people's houses as much. So we did places like the, the soccer place and, and a few other places. But on Ghost Hunters, it's really, you know, we can do private residences, but we can also do asylums and prisons. And as an investigator, that's really fun. Right. Yeah, it is. 
what are some of those differences that you have noticed? I mean, you're dealing with bigger spaces, more people, more history in these uh, spaces. So how would you describe what some of those uh, changes have been for you? A lot more setup, a lot more <laughs> yeah, cameras. <laughs> it's more challenging, but I mean, we have wireless cameras and, and all that. So it's, I mean, it's good and bad because mm -hmm. if you had a wired camera, it takes a long time to get there, but you would definitely have you know, connection. Um, but, oh my God, uh, that's huge, not having to do all the wires. Yeah, and, <laughs> yeah it takes a long time. Oh, that's People weird. would always like, we would get, or like, especially on Ghost Nation, because we were dealing with local teams everywhere, and yeah. all of them would be like, oh, you guys actually set up all this yourself? And we're like, yeah. What did yeah. you, they thought we had, they'd like camera people come and set everything up for it. Like, yeah. they didn't think we actually took, you know, the two or three hours mm -hmm. to set up beforehand, and then the hour or two after to break down, excuse me, because it does yeah. take quite some time. Long time. Yeah. I'll leave it up to those guys. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Help here and there. I help here and there. Yeah. Oh, wireless cam, get up there. Yeah. <laughs> I actually don't know how to do it. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, the wise wireless? Right. I have no <laughs> idea how to set those up. That's true. I don't. Oh, I you need don't. to learn. Whole oh. it's just That's us. why it's always you. That's always us, yeah. <laughs> knows it too. You're the only one that Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> DVR cameras all day. <laughs> Fine with that. But those wireless ones that move that you guys set up? Yeah. They're, they've saved us. No idea. They're, they're, oh, they're awesome, yeah. We can be, they can be so remote as long as we have connection, you know, yeah. like just phone connection, we'll get alerts, it's always rolling, it's, it's great, it's saved us. It's, there's a lot of like, with the bigger places, like there's like no electricity or yeah. anything, you know, so that we do it, but you know, it, it just takes a little bit more time mm -hmm. to set those things up. But. Having the taps van back is weird, because like on Nation, we could go under the radar a little bit. Like if the hotel found out, like that, the ghost hunters, because they just call us the ghost hunters no matter what, you know, <laughs> we're there. Like then you'd start to have people, like, oh, can I get my picture with you? This and that. But now with the taps being back, every once in a while they'll forget to take like the logos off of it. Yeah. And then that's when you have like people in the lobby. And, like, we didn't have to worry about that. People were scaling the, the prison walls. People were scaling yeah. the prison oh. walls. Like this barbed wire. Yeah. That's, that's like, crazy. <laughs> Yep. Who breaks into a prison? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's what uh, we did one time to like get gear. Like I, this was Eastern State Penitentiary, and I left. No, it wasn't. It was Ohio State Reformatory. I left a camera behind, and I uh, yeah, we we went back. Me, Dave Hobbs, Peebles, like oh, one other person, kinda... and we you get there. You really want to give out names? Oh, <laughs> yeah. so, please list all of your names. <laughs> yeah, right? But I, I left a camera in there, and, and we go back, and there's a working prison next door to it, and it's like 10 o'clock at night or whatever, so I'm like, just going to go get that camera, Cause, so I don't get in trouble. You know, I didn't want to, at the time, you know, at the time, it was like, get in trouble for that kind of stuff. Um, so I get there, and we pull in, and immediately right behind us, a cop car pulls behind us, and he gets out, and he has a shotgun, and he's like, hey, you guys can't be here. And they're just like, but we're with him. He just went, and we're like, oh, okay, I get it. <laughs> like, That's all you had to say. That's all you had to say. Oh, okay, we can't be here. I get it now. Uh, and we all just, like, backed up. Again. But that's all I had to do. You, know, you don't have to say much after you hear that sound. You guys can't be here. Yeah, but we... Oh, right. You're right we we can. can't be here. <laughs> I get it now. Um, but, yeah, that's... I think that answered your question. I know. Yeah. What, what was your question? <laughs> we, start the... we went down the setup round. Yeah, the setup like round. Yeah. Well, oh, okay. So I did. Yeah, it yeah, is yeah. in the world of setup. It is. I don't think there's any differences of okay. spaces. You know. Right. Yeah, absolutely. 
Yep. So what can folks look forward to? Um, any highlights without revealing too much, I'm sure, mm. in the upcoming season? Yeah. A lot of crazy evidence, I'll have to say. A lot, a lot of yeah, great experiences. Experience yeah, events. we've oh been very God. lucky with that. The yeah. sun always liked that. We were mm. able to get get some cool stuff. Yeah. The show Halloween night, uh, or day, whenever it comes out, I think they said it releases like four in the morning the night before. Or something. I don't know. Who knows? They'll tell you all that stuff. But um, I, I mean, I'm pretty sure we caught the sounds. We were in a. This is terrible. I don't even like to talk about it, but we. It's on television, but we were in a, a gas chamber, Tango and I, together investigating it, closed the doors, you know, and um, pretty sure we, because we do now what we call real-time analysis. We do it, a, we did it on Ghost Hunters a little bit, but we do it now every case. And it's my it's, favorite. Yeah, and so you're able to listen to everything that comes in at the same time, and we heard um, through the real-time analysis what it sounded like somebody taking their last breaths. It, don't, it sounded female. Too. It sounded female. And like, it's just me and Steve in this gas chamber, the door's closed, and we're talking, and you hear another, like a moaning, like someone, like, like Steve said. Yeah. It's like, it, we didn't, it didn't click at first, and we played it again and listened to it again, and it's like, it sounds like someone is dying in there. It's awful. It's awful, but for us, it's like, look, we, we captured something that's impossible yeah, and like the gasping at the end, like, <clears throat> yeah, like pretty yeah. effed up, you know, yeah. like, and you're in a gas chamber. We're like, and, sorry. Mm. I mean, I'm hoping, and I really believe that it's a residual sound, which means it's just something that's playing over and over again in time. It's not intelligent, and not, I'm hoping it's not somebody that's just reliving it over and over, and over, and over, and over again, again, which I, I doubt that's what it is. You know, mm. more just a sound that's playing, being played back. Yeah. Same. I mean, that would be shit. No, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, no, but that was uh, really sad. That was sad. That was uh, really, really sad. Um, but awesome, yeah. Well, that's the first episode. <laughs> that yeah. is, yeah. That's yeah. the first one. That's, yeah. Oh, that's true, yeah. It's good. Off on a high note. Wow. Yeah. 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 So that's really sad. <laughs> right. Yes. Yeah. But watch. Yeah, but uh, there's a lot, of, a lot of things that happened during that episode. So there were, yeah, there was a lot. There was. One of the yeah. clearest EDPs you've ever gotten. Yeah. It almost it's almost sounds fake. It's yeah. that yeah. clear. Yeah. It's so clear. The one that we saw? The it, one that we heard? What we heard, yeah. yeah. It's really clear. It was yeah. during again real time analysis. But right. you heard but it. But I heard it too. But it was muffled to you. It was muffled. Yeah, like you yeah. I can tell day. like how many syllables and stuff, but I just couldn't yeah, we didn't know like exactly what it said. To it. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. How yeah. do y'all protect ourselves during all this? I mean to really you know separate, compartmentalize, what, what, how do you keep yourselves I hide healthy? in back of tango. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I just, um, not much help. That's a good question. <laughs> mentally healthy? The only thing that sticks with me is the history. You know, mm-hmm. like, the terrible things that, that happened. Like, the Gemini Lounge oh, was a, a hate crime. Mm-hmm. They threw Molotov cocktails in and killed, uh, what was it, 40 gay people? people like yeah, 40 or 50 yeah. gay people. And that has stuck with me. Like, I'll never go back there. Like, I cried for, like, three months. I felt like I needed to shower every day. If you remember, we realized it wasn't them who were haunting. Yeah. It was the person who did it. It was the person who did it. And we just, it was a last-minute thing because nothing was happening. And we started, we changed the gears to investigating the person who did the hate crime. Because supposedly, or no, it's not supposed that it's documented. He went out and they found him. He killed himself um, in a car somewhere. So he's, he's back there for whatever reason. Maybe, you know, 
as punishment. I don't know. Thank you. You're and I saw, I saw, I thought it was nice. Thanks, man. <laughs> there was a microphone at first. I was like, oh, no. Um, yeah, that's right. I forgot that yeah. at the end there, we found out that it wasn't the people who killed in there. It was the person who... Which makes me happy. That yeah, it makes it happy. It's him trapped in there, not, you know, everybody who killed. killed yeah. But that's the kind of stuff you need to stay mentally... Like, the ghosts are never going to... It's like the things that happen, the history, the... That's the stuff that sticks with you, like the 14-year-old who, yeah. you know, killed herself, literally, and... Um, well, actually, I don't know that. Did she? We don't. Like, yeah, I mean, they, well, they were saying there was... That she had medical issues, yeah. but if she scared herself so much, maybe right. cardiac right. arrest or something. So they're not exactly sure what the whole medical is. Yeah. Well, that kind of stuff definitely stays. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I usually, when I go into a place, I just, I don't think that anything is haunted. You know, you kind of go in as, it's just a place, you know, and then you have all these claims. And then, you know, you kind of figure out when we're doing investigations what you're experiencing and then I'll kind of go off by that but um, but I also know with you know the experiences uh, throughout all these years um, you know I've personally never been hurt um, so I'm not I don't really I don't, I don't get scared easily because nothing's ever happened personally to me um, so I mean I just go and, and try to figure out you know who's actually haunting the place it's not, and 99% of the time, it's not, it's not harmful. You know, there's just people that are passed over and they're just either trying to get your attention or the owners are, you know, it's just something like that. So I've never been just really scared to really go in. I don't want the protection. I want experience. You know, that's why I'm doing this. I want to have these experiences. I mean, I'm saying that now, you know, but uh, definitely want, want to have them just so I know myself. You know, we go to all these places and it's, the selfish part of us is like we want to have those experiences. We want to help the people, but we also, as investigators, want to be scratched, pushed, this and that. Mm -hmm. Just, you know, so you know that you're not crazy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right, exactly. yeah. Nothing's ever, like as far as I know, like in the paranormal world, has ever followed home or anything. So I don't feel a need for, like, pre-protection. In my house, like, I have a ton of things that should be, could be, would be, maybe are haunted, but nothing's ever happened I have things from haunted places, mm -hmm. things that have happened on mm -hmm. cases where I've bought it so I could have it. Because we had a sword oh, one time where we had something try to grab it, like paranormal, to civil war. So I bought it. I had to have it. Like anything that paranormal, like the last case, I took a bodyboard. Right? Bodyboard. Oh, yeah, that's right. Um, it's a morgue. Pretty awesome. Yeah, it's quite the collection. <laughs> yeah, quite the, So I have a lot of things that should be haunted, human remains and skulls, like everything you think of, and nothing. I wish my house was haunted. Work from home. <laughs> you know what I, mean? yeah. I love that. Just get in my pajamas. <laughs> Zoom in. Be wearing right I'm here. earphones all night long. I'm sleeping with the headphones. Wake up. We have a haunted virtual background. Yes, yes, What was the most fun episode that you have working on? The most fun episode we've worked on? Ooh, fun. Mm, Keyword that's, fun. That's right. That's different. That's different. Fun. Gosh. Maybe. I was going to say Bacon's Castle. But no. We just went to a planetarium. That was awesome. Well, if it's episode, you know, we, we venture out and, you know, we 
done axe throwing. We've canoed. Yeah, not canoed. Canoe. We did last season. <laughs> we did last we did season. Canoe. Kayak. Kayak. Yep. We threw uh, axes with. Uh, oh yeah, we can't. can't no, they said a very special so, guest. Yeah, that was very, special. We have a lot of special guests. Um, we went axe throwing with one of them, but they told us not to say who. Right. Sorry. Sorry. Right. Yeah. <laughs> but um, he's awesome. Go karting. Go karting. That was fun. Go karting. Oh, fun. yeah. That was a lot of fun. A lot that of fun. Lot of but an actual case, I would say we had a really fun time recently. And Jay and I, like, we all had a blast. I don't remember what case it was. Though. It was, hold on. We, like, it was fun and stuff happened, which is always the best. Like, yeah. you can explore. Was it white it may have been Whitehall Mansion. I think we all had a lot of fun. Yeah. I think it was called Whitehall Mansion. Super fun. What made it fun, then? I know. Uh, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm, sorry. I'm, I'm assuming remember. the experiences. The experiences, you know, for sure. Mixed with whatever we could find in the place to, like, have yeah. fun, you know. You have to find it. a good balance of, like, serious and, because, like, you know, there'll be times when Jay and I or Tang and I, you know, we'll be investigating, and... Eventually, the camera guys are like, we've been doing this for an hour. We can't use any of this. Like, you've been talking about Star Wars. You've been talking about video <laughs> games. You're like, like, can you investigate? You know? like, what's Sometimes you on? get stuff, though. You know? Sometimes Those you get people stuff. Too. Yeah. But like, that's oh, the thing. Wars. I think, like, a lot of our stuff this season has been fun because we've been having experiencing so much. And everybody has activity, you know. So it kind of gets a little, eh. Well, like, when you don't have it and there's nothing going on, which is good for the client but it's not fun for us you know because I mean there's nothing going on so sometimes you do start talking about other things because there's just as quiet but this season it's we're oh lucky. yeah we've been very, very, lucky. Yeah, very lucky and we just like you never know what because we could be talking about anything and you don't know what's going to get an interaction like if it has intelligence things that you say in the physical world can influence it to interact with you and, like, if you remember in a case recently, I just asked you, like, it was a weird painting on a wall, and these people looked like weirdos. And I was like, I just mean weird. It was, weird, like, it was like, old photos. Old, like, they looked like they wanted to kill somebody tomorrow, you know. They could have been dead. And they could have. They, they had those pictures back. Imagine they're, like, they're, they're, yeah, it was like those death mm-hmm. portraits or whatever. Could have been. But I was like, I asked Tango, I'm like, what would you name these people? And so we Five started seconds. naming them, and then all of a sudden we started hearing voices and hearing. So something we were talking about in that moment, even though it wasn't an investigation, it reacted to. Maybe it was the yeah. I remember the name, Victoria. Victoria. Yeah. As soon as we said name. Victoria, and there was nothing our research could find that had, had the name Victoria. So that yeah. was pretty interesting. Yeah, so sometimes you really never know. It's, I remember one time we were having nothing happen, and then I, we started talking about steaks and like meat and stuff, and then all of a sudden, boom, 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 boom. then we found out the dude was a chef. Remember that? Uh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. found out after the fact that the dude yeah. was a chef. It could have just been like, what are these jerks doing in my house? And then, what? Do you want me to cook a steak? steak. You know, like, I got a great recipe for it. Like, you never know. You don't know what's going to get the One time, you and Jay were upstairs in an attic, and you were talking about per- something personal, and then something happened. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, so it got oh, on, yeah, yeah so it, it got on TV, so now everybody knows this personal thing about Steve, yeah. <laughs> because you never know when they're going to, like, right. chime in, and yeah. we're going to, they're going to put that on there, and now everybody knows about his little issue, <laughs> so, when he was a boy. Yeah. Um, Sorry to interrupt, we're going to um, close out on our last question, and then she threw him to the front. Oh. Okay. Okay. Um, last one. Good. Well, 
I, I will say uh, this. I kind of asked him that, but I, I think this is a good one to end on. Uh, you guys have done so much. Uh, is there anything on your bucket list that you haven't done or want to do really bad? I, I keep saying the same thing. I, I any First of all, anywhere over overseas because I haven't investigated anything, but I'm like into castles. I love castles, so that's kind of my bucket list. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. uh, Paris Opera House for me. I want to go down to the catacombs. I'm a big fan of uh, the Phantom of the Opera, uh, the book, which is based, believe it or not, based on some true true events. So it's like, I just want to go there just for that reason and be in Paris and, yeah. you know, go down there. And uh, yeah, I definitely need to go there before I pass. Awesome. I think Disney World, like, yeah, in all honesty, they have mm -hmm. a lot of haunts there, supposedly. It'd be super fun. Um, the mansion, I did a thing at the mansion, a thing that, that Heather yeah. Girl set oh, yeah. up. And I got to do a like a tour of it and go behind the thing and all that. And even the manager of the haunted mansion of Disney World was like, "You have to come investigate this place." And like I know, like, but they've always said no for whatever reasons. But that'd be super cool. And you know, like people get their ashes dumped at the haunted mansion. Mm -hmm. and all that. But you know, they're already dead, so they're probably that probably is not this. But then they just get vacuumed up. You know, they have like yeah. one special <laughs> vacuum that's only for human remains. And if someone has to go around and vacuum, vacuum it up. You know? <laughs> yeah, right. That's not an easy right. investigation. Put the vacuum in this room and just sit around it. Right. <laughs> um, but that would be awesome. And then probably the Colosseum. Mm. So you have like 400,000 animals and 300,000 people die, you know, right in that little area. And a pretty, I mean, it. Yeah, it's pretty awful. Yeah. That'd be it for me, I think. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. That was the interview with the Ghost Hunters. Awesome interview. Uh, thank you once again to New York Comic Con, Discovery Plus, and the Ghost Hunters for uh, allowing us to be a part of that roundtable interview. Uh, Mike C., you got to learn a little bit uh, more about the season. You got to even learn uh, about breaking into prisons. <laughs> yeah, I know, man. <laughs> like, like who, breaks awesome into a, who breaks into a prison? <laughs> the answer is them. Uh, it, is, it is to be noted, though, I did take away one of my favorite parts uh, of that particular interview is when they when when I asked my question at the end about your their bucket list and they they pretty much all uh, you can hear them all basically big yeah uh, with Disney World they all yeah. want to do Disney World and I I did like their uh, let's seance with the uh, vacuum cleaner <laughs> that that is that was pretty epic so. Uh, I can't wait for uh, more of this. Well, of course, Ghost Hunters is now on Discovery Plus every week. Check them out for sure. And uh, yeah, once again, I can't wait for to play the Kindred Spirits. What stuff for you? That will be in the beginning of December because their show does start up in December. It got moved up. It was originally supposed to come out in January. They did move it up to December. So you guys will hear that at that time. But with that being said, if you would like to uh, talk to us about anything or give us any suggestions or let us know how you feel about uh, the ghost hunters and everything going on, you can always do that on our social media. We're HorrorZone607 on Facebook. We're at HorrorZone607 on Twitter and Instagram. Hashtag HZ607 whenever talking about the show. And of course, 8122productions.com is your place to go for all things 8122productions, including HorrorZone607, 3 Fat Nerds Podcast, 607TW, and so much more and of course the links for our t public store for twitch.tv slash 607 podcast and of course if you would like to support monetarily for as little dollar a month patreon.com slash 8122 productions are all on that website and to make it easy for you they are also linked in the notes of this show mike c we've had a great show take these fine folks home thanks rich uh, and thanks for being a comic-con and, and talking with our, our friends the ghost hunters 
awesome interview. Uh, you know, I, I I can't wait to meet these guys. You know, myself uh, in the future. I, they seem like just really cool down to earth people. We know what Dustin's like, so I'd love to meet the rest of them. I'm jealous that you got to do this. But uh, yeah, like you said, uh, coming up this month, we got a big month. It's Ghostbusters month, so. You're going to want to tune in next week. Of course, we're going to be talking about the biggest horror movie news of the week, but we are going to be doing our first ever full review, scores and all, of the original Ghostbusters, followed by Ghostbusters 2 and then Ghostbusters Afterlife later on in the month. So it's going to be a big month. We're going to have a lot of fun. Until next week, for Rich, I'm Spooky Mike, saying... 